Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. Hello again. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, your digital short track and the home of NASCAR Roots. We are so glad you've joined us as we go into the garage area of the NASCAR Series, Cup Series, Xfinity Series, Truck Series. We're going to talk a lot here today about Cup Series particularly because, well, we're right in the middle of the playoffs. Nothing much is happening there, but we're right in the middle of the playoffs. I'm Steve Post, Pit Road Reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined as I am each and every week by 25-time winning crew chief, championship winning crew chief, Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? Oh, glad <laughs> to be sitting here and not on a pit box. I can. I thought about you. I was I was doing a pay-per-view race on um, on Saturday night, and when I do, it was a uh, you know, it was a limited late model race up at uh, Lonesome Pine uh, Lonesome Pine Raceway. And so I really focus on focusing on that and mm-hmm. not paying attention. But, you know, during downtimes, I'll jump on my Twitter machine and ho- holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what chaos at the end of that one. Likewise, I was sitting in Clemson, South Carolina watching a football game. That's right. Game. You're watching a football game. Yeah. <laughs> but so. meanwhile, during the game, I've got my mom texting me because she's at home and she's got both on, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I get the Blaney's got this or this is the, the, uh, just trying to keep up with it. And, uh, Getting home and, and, and watching the whole thing through, um, just wow, wow, yeah. wow. It was just incredible. Um, you know, we talk about this first round at forever. I've talked about this first round being base hits. Right. All you got to do is just just go. Don't get yourself in trouble. Mm-hmm. Bristol was such an unknown for everybody. Never been there. Tire, tire, you know, didn't know where the tire right. was. Did, steering issues that popped up for the Toyotas. Um the highest load case that you'll see any place that NASCAR will go. Sure. Uh, a, a tough one and, and a tough night for several several contenders. And it made great conversation pieces. It was great talk and, and, and suspense all the way through. Really, truly was. Um, we have talked at length. You have a long uh, relationship with Brad Keselowski. Going back to your Penske days, mm-hmm. you and Brad, uh, you, yep. you and Brad, and, and there's a lot of mutual respect there between the two of you. So we've talked a fair amount about Roush Fenway Keselowski racing. Uh, they came right out of the box and they won the, they swept the clash, and we're like, oh man, this is going to be um, not a shocker to see those guys win a race. Though I, I think we've seen it coming. It's been a little sporadic, but I think we've seen this coming, and not a shocker to see those guys win a race. And it really could have been either car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they were as good at Bristol as they were in the duels, you right. know, where, where they each right. won one of First them. Second, they were yeah. separated there. But, um, you know, Brad Brad was leading the race with, when he had a tire go down. There with I don't know, about lap 400, 420, something like that. Um, but had really been up front all day long. And and really kudos to, to Chris Buescher. They didn't fall into this. Chris right. Buescher and oh, Scott no. Graves and that whole 17 team. Since Sonoma, they've been on this trajectory. They've, yeah. they've been a top 10 player. And, and they've gotten themselves there. Scott made a gutsy call at lap 45. Caution comes out. He stayed out. They started like 15th, 18th, something like that. They were stuck back there. He got his track position. From that point on, they yep. stayed there all day long. They were, if you look at average running position, they were the second lowest number. So the, the, so the most competitive. 
Uh, 20 car beat them by a little bit, but they were uh, they were uh, in the fives for an average running position for the night. Uh, a great accomplishment for these guys, and and got to be a great confidence booster for the whole organization uh, throughout RFK races. Yeah, you go in, you change a lot of things, and Brad did. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, we can debate needed to be changed. Uh, Brad came in and changed a lot of things. Yep. And the bottom line of it is, is when you change things, you 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 need to have some success to back it up. And those wins early on at the Clash were good. But their performance, though, has been – and Chris Busher, Chris Busher is not done winning races in the Cup Series either, I don't believe. He's outrun the boss about – Yeah. I mean, more times than not. I, he's he's really good. And Brad talks about that, that, uh, you know, Chris has got a bright future. And and I think, you know, it's it's a very good pairing going forward. And I think it'll only get better. Brad, Brad did come in and change some things. And, and you know, simple things like painting walls. Yeah. You know, just changing the environment. And uh, and you've seen this organization continue to grow, and I, I think they've done a great job of it. And, and culminated with a win this weekend. It, it, I would call. I mean, we talk about the you know the crown jewels, right? Yeah, sure. And, and we can debate all of them, but Bristol Night Race is pretty special, no doubt. Uh, it's it's pretty special, no doubt. It is good stuff. That is for sure. Uh, when we look at those on the outside looking in, Richard Childress Racing got wiped out totally. Tyler mm-hmm. Reddick and Austin Dillon is out. Um, Kyle Busch. Wiped out uh, two engine problems, which, you know, go yeah. figure that out. And then a guy that both you and I had in our final four, yes. Kevin Harvick, yeah. out of it as well. So this thing, um, this thing, this thing continues, uh, turned upside down is what it continues to be. Chaos. Yeah. Complete chaos. I mean, we haven't had a playoff uh, winner, eligible winner in this round. You know, three, yeah. three non-playoff cars winning the first round. Who would have? If we put money down, oh my god! You put ten dollars down on on those three winners, you, we'd, be, we'd be we wouldn't be on TV we'd right be on TV. now. We wouldn't we'd be, be on sipping, this right we'd, now. Be, yeah. we'd be sipping sipping yeah. uh, yes. boat it's, drinks on a boat somewhere. It's uh, it's it's incredible just the parity that the that the series yeah. has gotten to, with with where are we at now? Nineteen winners. Nineteen winners. And yeah. when you look at the last three, Eric Jones, not a shocker. No. Bubba Wallace, not, not a, a shocker. shocker. Chris Brusser, not a shocker. No. And there's still and, a few and now, others. And now I can go out and just, just if you want three more, how about Ryan Blaney, Martin Truex, Brad Keselowski? Yeah. I, I mean, I, you could insert name here right. for many others, but I, I mean, I could legitimately say Brad wins Talladega. Yeah. Absolutely. Pretty good speedway racer, as you talked about. Right. They, they won the duels. Yeah. Uh, it's a, um, yeah. And, and I don't think I, Martin's had speed. Yeah. They've, they've, you know, I, they've I, just been, they're, they're, there's, there's, a, there was a there was a graphic of Martin with a hand gesture to up under the hood of the race car and everything like that. I think that kind of sums up. They have been good all season yes. long, yep. but you've got to be great to win a race, and winning a race is what propels you in this format. And they haven't won a race, yeah, yeah. But they've been good. It's it's a different year in a different format. It'll be interesting to uh, to talk through all the mindsets and how yeah. that works with our guest today. Yeah, Chad Knaus, the vice president of competition for Hendrick Motorsports, is going to join us. And I love getting the chance to talk with Chad, one of the great minds in racing, uh, seven-time champion, 82 wins, uh, and overseeing all of that. So looking forward to talking with Chad and just kind of picking his brains and seeing, you know, we we seeing what is still conventional wisdom and what is not conventional wisdom because a lot has changed. And so much going on with this new car and everything they've got going over there. It'd be really cool to get Chad's in, insight on where the sport's going and and, yeah. and how Hendrick Motorsports uh, really resurgence the last three years, no doubt. Yeah, you're and, right. And about I feel that. like he's had a lot to do with that in right. changing positions out of being one team focused to Hendrick focused. Yeah, 
Well, their cars cool to talk to him about that. Their cars are good. That's for sure. So that is what we're going to do. We are going to talk to Chad Canals for sure. Now you can subscribe to Flow Racing, the new home of NASCAR Roots. Catch NASCAR Wheel and Modified Racing Action, Arkham Menards, Pinties, and NASCAR Weekly Racing Series. More than 1,300 racing events live and on demand. The headliners this weekend, Saturday night, the Valley Star 300 for the late model stock cars up at Martinsville, Virginia. Sunday, the NASCAR Pinty Series at Delaware International Speedway up north of the border in Canada. Weekly racing at Riverhead and Jennerstown as well, plus a whole lot of dirt track racing and a whole lot of great, great racing on there as well. Go to flowracing.com slash goMRN. That's flowracing.com slash go MRN and subscribe today. Stay with us. Chad Knauss joins us next. Napa! Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Napa! Let's face it, people have different sleep needs. While you love your partner, sleeping next to them might not always be the most comfortable. Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Maybe you prefer a firmer mattress and your partner needs something softer. Because of the individualized comfort that you get from Sleep Number Smart Beds, you and your partner will sleep better together. All Sleep Number Smart Beds feature cooling, pressure-relieving comfort layers for soothing sleep throughout the night. And their temperature balancing bedding is designed to move heat and moisture away when you're hot. When you're cool, they hold their energy to help warm you. The smart beds even automatically respond and adjust to your movements so you sleep comfortably all night long. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com welcome back it is crew call presented by flow racing your digital short track flowracing.com. You can find out more about all the great racing action coming up on Flow Racing. I've shared over the course of time that this program is kind of a takeoff of a program we had years ago called NASCAR Performance Live. Larry McReynolds and I did the radio version. Chad Knauss and Larry did the television version with Booty Barker. Chad was my fill-in co-host a lot of times with Larry, so it's kind of weird. Here we are with Crew Call. Todd Gordon, my co-host. Chad Knauss, we welcome you to Crew Call. Chad, good to see you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be on the, the show today. We've got a lot to talk about for sure. It's been a pretty pretty exciting year, pretty exciting start to the playoffs. So, yeah, it's it's cool. Thanks for having me. Chad, the start of the playoffs, the topsy-turvy nature of it, um, how, as, as a guy overseeing four teams, and the good news is all four still into the round of 12, uh, beyond a stiff drink uh, watching this thing unfold, how do, you, how, how do you manage all of it with the, the topsy-turvy nature of what we've seen? Yeah, it's nuts, right? It's like there's a bunch of uh, ninjas out there just hiding in the weeds, taking people out throughout the course of the first three races, you know, whether it was on pit road or on the racetrack, 
Like you just never knew what was going to happen. But, you know, quite honestly, we're so fortunate to have all four of our cars transferred to the next round of the playoffs. It's great for HMS. It's great for our partners. Uh, obviously, we've got tremendous drivers and good pit crews. So we're, we're really excited about that. Um, you know, as far as managing it, we are so fortunate to have amazing crew chiefs that, that run their teams and, and guide their ships that really all I do is just try to help facilitate whatever it is that they need, you know, but they, they take the ball, they run with it, they take their teams and they, they create their strategy of how they want to approach the, the races and blocks. They create their strategy, how they want to approach the race itself. Um, and they do a fantastic job. So I'm really, really proud of our, our leadership that we've got here at Hendrick Motorsports. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I... Beginning of the season, I uh, or beginning of the playoffs, I discounted the twenty four and forty eight. I really felt like they didn't have momentum building into this. I thought they'd be out earlier. Um, twenty four with three top ten finishes in the in the first round, the forty eight with two and being caught up in a wreck at Bristol. Uh, yeah. Solidly through. And to to Steve's point, I think by the time the major chaos was Saturday, you had all four guaranteed at that point. I think that that had to help the situation. But as you look at this, uh, I feel like those two teams are are actually probably putting forth a, 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 a an effort that could take them deep into the playoffs. How do you, how do you take the, what's your view on the teams individually uh, as, as from Hendrick Motorsports? Cause you got to feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel really great. And it, it's interesting, Todd, you know, this, the, the results are always not indicative of the performance, right? And, and mm-hmm. that's where that 24 team had been for quite some time, their performance and their speed and everything else that they were doing was right. They just couldn't get the result uh, at the end of the races. So uh, really proud of the way that William and Rudy have, have soldiered through these first three races. And, and quite honestly, I think they're going to continue. Texas is a great race for them. Super Speedway is going to be good for us. Road courses, they really come into their own. Uh, the 48, you know, they're a little bit of a different story. They haven't had all the speed that we've wanted consistently. Uh, they've definitely been through the ebb and flow of performance and not performing and performance and not performing. But man, when they decided to buckle down and get ready to go, and I'm not saying they just flipped a switch, but when they were able to really start putting some things together, tremendous and very proud of Greg Ives in Bristol. Yeah. We had a power steering issue with the 48 car. He was very, had a tremendous amount of forethought. He's like, look, we've got a caution right now. We've got a handful of laps before we get to the stage end. We know people are going to fit this pit. This is probably the right time to pit. And he's like, man, I need to go get these points because if my power steering doesn't make it through the rest of the race, I'm going to miss the opportunity for these points, right? So he stayed out, got those additional points, locked himself into the playoffs right there, was caught up in a wreck shortly thereafterwards. I mean, talk about having some forethought, just just Mm -hmm. amazing job by him. And and the five, obviously, they're doing a great job, got a tremendous amount of speed week in and week out. Um, Really fun to see. Kyle and, and Cliff go through and, and do what they're doing on a weekly basis. They have a lot of confidence and they're excited about the playoffs and the nine same way. You know, they haven't qualified quite as well as what they want to, you know, unfortunately a couple subpar qualifying efforts in this round of the playoffs, but man, if you want to see somebody pass some race cars and you want to <laughs> see a team that's tenacious, you just got to look up the nine, you know, Chase Elliott and Allen and those guys, they put their head down and they race hard as soon as the green flag drops and they typically find themselves, you know, up towards the top five, if not battling for a win. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The, the, it's a it's a great great run for all those guys, and and really cool to see what's happened within the the changes. I I thought to your point, Greg Ives and, and chasing the points that he needed to before the accident happened. This is there's been a lot of parity this year within the all of all of the teams. Nineteen winners this year, 
And I would have called the first round a base hit round for years and years and years. And it seemed like it wasn't. It was, you had to scrap this round. How do you feel the next-gen car and the parity we've seen within the, the sport, how does that affect the rounds upcoming, round two, round three, and, and getting to the final four? Wow. I'm telling you, it's nuts. You you sit back and you look at it, you're like, okay, so we had three guys that aren't in the playoffs, and they won the first three races of the playoffs, right? And you're thinking, man, that must have been a fluke, right? Like, must have been a rain out, must have been a caution, must have been fuel mileage. The fact of the matter is, is those three drivers, they've won those races, right, and those teams. Um, uh, so it's, it's really unique. Uh, I think as we continue to move forward, we're sitting here, we've got the eight car, the 18, the four, not, you know, and the three, obviously, but those, those are three high powered teams knocked out of the playoffs. If you don't think that they're going to be battling for wins, you're, you're crazy. So mm-hmm. the time of the guys in the playoffs winning all of the races handedly, those days are gone. Uh, the car has a tremendous amount more parity, much like you had mentioned a moment ago, and it's difficult to find an advantage. There's a tremendous amount of turmoil on pit road, loose wheels, wheels from tires falling off, things, you know, slow pit stops. There's just so much that impact the performance of the race cars now that it's it's a challenge to go out there and win these races. It's not nearly, quote unquote, as easy as what it once was because there's so many good teams out there and the equipment is just, you know, in a smaller box. You mentioned the smaller box and you mentioned the parody and this car is doing it. So without giving away any secrets or details, what are there areas though you, you, you guys are focusing on to find this speed or is it more the execution elements that you talked about? Well, it's all of it, honestly, you know, yeah. I feel like that everybody asks, okay, is the, as the, the way that the race cars built and how you gather parts and, you know, you're buying a lot of the components now, where do you race? And I think it's the exact same that it's always been. It's just you, from the moment that component is, is built to the time that it makes its way down to the race car, from the moment the guys go into the gym to start to train for their pit stops, from the moment that the guys are creating their simulation program through all the way through the end of the race, it's all the same. you never stop. You race in every facet of this organization if you want to go win. And that's the only way to do it. If you, if you put away and disregard a way that a component is assembled, if you go and, dis, and disregard a way that a, a component is QC'd, you at that point are making your race car slower. So you have to race in every little inch of that race car front to back. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a, a new scrutiny to all the pieces that happen. You can't just build like raw speed into your cars like we used to be able to. You were a master of that forever, um, and, and and it's kind of taken that away and, and put it where you've got to race every little piece. That that totally makes sense. Uh, talking to you, you know, winner of so many races, so many championships. Uh, I I would say I looked up through my career. Uh, I thought you were the ultimate competitor. What's it like to win? not being on the pit box in, in kind of a more <laughs> overseeing role. It's, it's definitely different. Um, uh, I, I feel, uh, how do you explain it? It's more of a, and you, you can identify with this. You're more of a fatherly approach, right? You see the guys win, you see them perform, you're happy for them. You feel that energy inside. It's, it's never the same. It's not the same, right? Um, 
uh, having four teams at Hendrick Motorsports, somebody's always in pain a little bit, right, to some level. And you've got to be aware of that and cognizant of that. And and at the same time as when you're celebrating a victory or a good finish for another team. So it's, it's different for sure, Todd, but it's, uh, it's awesome. I love my role. I'm so fortunate to be able to do it at Hendrick Motorsports and to be able to contribute in some small manner to what these guys are doing. Um, But, but it's definitely different. A guy, a friend of mine called me in Dover last year, we were able to finish first through fourth Mm -hmm. and, um, he said, quit, just quit. It's not going to, it's not going to get any better. That's the best you're going to do. And, uh, you know, and it's, there's, there's a little bit of reality to that, right? Like that's, that was a very awesome result for us at Hendrick Motorsports to be able to do that. And that's the goal to try to do weekly. Nobody said to quit after your first championship either, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> two through seven still, uh, still were more to do that. So one through four and multiple yeah. times would be a bigger accomplishment, right? Yeah. Um, you know, as we talk about the stresses that happen, and you and I both have kind of made the move off the off the pit box, we've got two playoff crew chiefs this year that have announced that they're going to step back away from the crew chief role. Do you have any thoughts on that and, and, and why that's happening? Two? Have I got another one that I've lost? No, you've got two playoff crew chiefs, not you. You got one. You got oh, one. I, like, also, <laughs> I said we. We being NASCAR. Sorry, okay. not me. Oh, oh, no. We just said we just said Chad. No, I don't know. We just no, ruined his morning. <laughs> I wasn't trying to single you guys out, but I made the step off. I know why I did. And and you've made a move to I mean up the ladder, which makes sense. Alan, uh, you know, Alan's gonna be there for quite a while. Uh Greg made an announcement here and, yeah. and Justin Alexander with a three car uh yeah. just recently. Thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, I do think that things have changed a little bit. I, uh, no different than the rest of the world. Um, you know, the pandemic probably made some folks a little bit more aware of where they're at in life. But I don't think it's really unnatural to see this. Uh, Greg's been a crew chief for a long time. Uh, he's a huge part of what we do at Hendrick Motorsports, a, a major contributor. And he's going to continue to be a contributor. <clears throat> but he's got he's got three kids. Um, you know, they're, they're getting a little bit older. Uh, the travel is, is hard on everybody in this industry. And I think he wants to be able to take a little bit of a step back from the, the weekly grind. Now, trust me, we've already got his plate full. Like he's going <laughs> to, he's got more work than he, he thinks he's taking a step back. I'm just going to keep loading him up. Right. But, but I'm really excited to have Greg continue to be a part of Hendrick Motorsports and the ways that, that he's going to contribute to this company moving forward is going to help us find more speed. So, um, you know, with Justin, I think it's probably not too dissimilar. He's got a couple of children. He's driving an awful long ways up to, to RCR. And, and then you throw, you know, 35, 38 races of travel on top of that. That's, that's a long ways, long time to be away from home. So the, so the process, Greg announces that he's going to uh, step off from the pit box. Um, and, and again, we're not looking to break any stories here or anything else, but what is the process then to replace a crew chief? How, does, how, do, you, how do you begin to start that process and, and, and move forward with it, Chad? Yeah, yeah. You know, we, we, we put a posting on uh, HendrickMotorsports.com and we let people apply and we see who, what resumes come in and we see what happens. No, I'm Really? Going. No. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm thinking, I, I, I'm thinking I, I, that doesn't sound right, but it's, <laughs> you, no, you sold it's, it pretty good though. You sold it good for a, for, for yeah, a moment. <laughs> no, we, uh, you know, you start to talk, you start to look around, you see who's available, who's not, who's interested, who's not. You look internal, you look outside. Um, we, we really pride ourselves on putting good people together. And we feel like that's where a lot of the performance comes from with our teams, our crew chiefs and our drivers. 
So we, we take a lot of time and do a lot of diligence to try to make sure that we put the right people together. And that's what we're in process of doing right now with, uh, with Alex. And, um, you know, we run the play with, uh, with the driver. We run the play with, uh, Mr. Hendrick, Mr. Andrews, myself, Mr. Gordon, you know, we all try to just talk these things through um, and and go through an interview process with different folks. No doubt. Mr. Gordon. Mr. Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, hey, man, he's he's the boss. There's no doubt about it. Right. So, respect. I love the respect. Yeah. Yeah. I love the respect. Uh, kind of a side note, uh, you know, there's something else on your plate this year with uh, with this Garage 56 program. Uh, yeah. getting ready to run Le Mans in 2023. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's a really unique opportunity. I'm very fortunate to have uh, been able to be a part of the IMSA series with Action Express and, uh, and, and got to know Mr. France really well. And he took me over to Le Mans a couple of years ago as kind of just like a, a look around and was really, really impressed and blown away with what the ACO and that series over there does to run the 24 hours of Le Mans. And then this this project kind of started to take flight about then and um, just swirling. Right. And then obviously it came to fruition around Sebring time of this year where the announcement was made that we were going to take a car with uh, all of our other partners to to Le Mans running the Garage 56 program. So it's it's a neat car. Um, there's a lot that's going into it right now. Um, all of our partners are really heavily vested in this with Goodyear and Delara, Chevrolet, obviously Hendrick Motorsports and NASCAR and IMSA all working together. Um, it's 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 a, a distinct, you know, it's a NASCAR Gen 7 car, um, but it's it's on steroids a bit. So we're, we're really excited to get that car out on track at some point and and begin testing and, and try to get prepared to go over there and run for 24 hours and showcase what a NASCAR cup car can do. And you look at this and, and it, you talk about 24 hour race with basically what the next gen gen seven car is um, powertrain. I, I guess, will that happen through Hendrick Motorsports? Does that happen outside of that? It's got to be a whole different focus to build something that's going to run 24 hours versus 500 miles, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a different animal. Certainly uh, a lot of the mileages that we re- adhere to in the Cup Series are different. Uh, we do have seal counts, uh, so mm-hmm. you can look like it, some of the lower ends of the engines. You know, they may run in that you know three thousand thirty four hundred mile mark that we're going to be be going into. But uh, you know, where where the engine architecture is and where it's coming from and all that is is still still in process. Um, you know, that stuff will be coming out and be able to be put out there before too awful long. But we're still working through a lot of that stuff and you know, partner with Chevrolet. And, um, you know, everybody else that we've got involved, we feel pretty confident that it's going to go the distance. What did I see on your Twitter? You had a chance to go walk Le Mans in July, right? You got a chance to go over there and walk the course. Uh, <laughs> I did. As, th- that just has to be almost surreal. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful area. There's a there's a lot of history there at that racetrack, obviously. And, and I did. I took a day um, where the track was cold. And I walked it. I walked the whole course. It was 8.3 miles, I think, is is what it was. Uh, you know, so it took a couple hours to, to get around it. But really, really interesting to see how a good portion of that racetrack is really public streets. And what they do is they close the street down when it's time to start testing and practice and qualifying in the race for that period of time. So uh, as you're going down the Mulsanne Strait, you, there's literally a uh, apartment buildings and houses 
no more than 20 feet off the racing circuit. It's just wow. really bizarre how this place is laid out and the history that's there. It's a huge spectacle. Um, something that I think anybody that is in motorsports has admittedly or not some amount of desire to either witness or be a part of. And, uh, and I definitely had this on the list to try to do when I was younger. Yeah, he's I, over here. He's over here oh, shaking yeah. his head yeah, uh, that, ag- aggressively. That's you, for sure. You had that opportunity. You take it. it, yes. it I don't care who you are. No, yeah. 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 that yeah. is so neat. That really, truly is really, really fun. A lot of stuff. Hey, I saw, um, I saw Mr. Gordon ran a Porsche up at uh, Indy. Did you, did you follow along with that? I know uh, Aaron Everham. Uh, yeah. Mr. Gordon, Mr. I've got to get used to that. Um, Aaron is my co-host on wing nation, Aaron Everham. And she said they had a good time up there. Uh, how about the boss man? One of the boss men getting back behind the wheel. That had to be pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't gotten too in depth with him on it. Um, he was kind of kind of coy in his comments about what happened. Um, I, I think a couple of those kids up there were pretty fast, and he was like, "Oh my goodness," you know. So, but uh, he had a great time. I do know that. Uh, I know he and Ray uh, reuniting up there for that race. He had a lot of fun to to be able to go up there and race that weekend. I think it was two races, and um, he felt like that he needed to get more out of the car, right? And and I know that. Anytime you sit in a car for the first time in a bit, it's going to take some getting used to, right? So he felt like that if he could have qualified better, he would have finished better. But I know there was a smile on his face. I promise you there was a smile on his face when he was talking about it. So he had a good time. Yeah, uh, in Aaron's uh, in Aaron's interpretation, the wife of the former crew chief, uh, they may have created another monster again. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't so think it'll be the last time they'll go do that. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, so now it's Mr. Everham and Mr. Gordon, right? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. right, absolutely. Chad, before we let you go, um, how's the family? Everyone good? We had shared last time on the program about your son Kipling and his uh, energy and his personality. Is everything good with uh, with Mr. Kipling? Is everything good with the family? <laughs> Yeah, everything's great. Uh, my son Kipling, he just turned four uh, late August. He's doing well. He's a bundle of energy. He's a joy to be around. He is definitely a, a great personality. He's got my wife's personality, very, very nice, humble, you know, full of energy. Uh, my daughter, Vivian May, she just turned two and she's probably a little bit more like me. She, she seems to walk around with a bit of a furrowed brow a lot. So I guess that's, uh, Brooke says that comes from me. But, uh, but yeah, the kids are great. They're doing fantastic. Um, they're healthy. They're happy. They're, they're doing all the stuff that kids do at those ages. So it's been a lot of fun. I've been able to spend a little bit more time with them this year, uh, which has been great. And I, I look forward to see what's coming up. Halloween's coming up, man. So Halloween is the big thing right now, uh, trying to figure out what we're going to be for Halloween. And I think I think a ghost. I think we're going to be a family of ghosts. So if you're rolling around Charlotte on Halloween, that's probably when you see a bunch of ghosts walking around. It's probably us. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. awesome. That's fantastic. Love hearing that, Uh, knowing how hard. And Todd, I've shared this with him, how hard you guys have worked your career to have this family time is so neat and so special to see. Chad, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here on Crew Call. and wish you continued success with all the projects. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for the time and enjoy the races. There's going to be some exciting ones. Boy, that is for sure. The vice president of competition for Hendrick Motorsports, Chad Canal. Stay with us. More crew call in just a moment. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Flow Racing is the new home of NASCAR Roots Racing. Subscribe today and stream over 1,300 racing events live and on demand. See NASCAR legends, past, present, and future battle it out in dirt late models, sprint cars, and more at your favorite tracks every week. Find your next favorite driver by going to flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. That's flowracing.com forward slash go MRN. Welcome back. It is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the home of NASCAR routes. Over 1,300 events live and on demand. Flowracing.com slash go MRN. Todd Gordon and Steve Post here. And uh, fascinating uh, fascinating to talk with Chad Knauss. It always is. You always get a lot of morsels of uh, insight into what's going on over there. And uh, what's going on over there is pretty good stuff. One of the great minds. I mean, really, I, I, I came through chasing him. So, um, yeah. it, he, he does a great job with it and, and his impact. It's not only the 48 team now, it's Hendrick right. Motorsports, right? Uh, what a great, what a great guy and, and insight and driven to do things well. Really cool to see where this Garage 56 yeah. program takes him to. That is so neat. That really is. Lamar sounds, that just sounds awesome. That yeah. just sounds like a really, really neat project. Yeah, that's definitely, sure. I mean, every, I, I, anybody that's, anybody that's been in racing that has the bug at that, if yeah. you had that opportunity. Sure, because it's the ultimate challenge. Yes. You yes. know, I mean, yes. it's the ultimate challenge is what it is on 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 internationally, one of the biggest stages, yeah. if not the biggest stage. Yeah. So yeah. really cool. endurance racing, it's the biggest stage, that's for sure. So fun, fun stuff. Uh, the round of 12. Oh, my God. How, how, how do we start? I mean, you know, I mean, win Texas. You don't have to worry about the other we two. Load, I know we load the cars up and go to Texas after that. I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's this round is tough. Yeah. And it's it's there's no to the point we've seen three non-playoff winners in the first round. You you may not I mean we may have we've got too many good talented drivers outside outside of the of the playoff 12 now that I mean Kevin Harvick could go win Texas. Yeah. And, and then everybody's stress level maintains the Talladega. The Talladega. Um, the Roval. Yeah. You know, and, and, and these cars are tougher at Speedway races than, I mean, it's it's tougher to run these things at Speedway races than it was the old car. The bumpers are more round. So, and, and the bubble isn't there anymore because the air is yeah. coming to the motor yeah. there. So, um, go in Texas. I am glad that I'm on this side, this side. for this You're round. I, I think, uh, I think, you you know, it's, Anybody's still got an opportunity because you can win. Ta- you can win Talladega. You win. Ta- you can win uh, the Roval. Roval. But I mean, the Roval could be wet. That could be. I mean, there, there's so God, many places God. it could be chaotic. Uh, the first round, it's going to be hard to be more chaotic than the first round was. But let's see what happens in the next three weeks. Well, the first round, the first round on the surface. I mean, you, you have Darlington, Bristol. I, I, I was going to say on the surface they look tame. No, they don't. This one here is just built in chaos yes. with Talladega and the Roval. It's yep. like designed chaos. Now I can't imagine how that changes from round number one. Yeah, like like this round is more design chaos. The third round is almost 
tame. Yeah. Yeah, because you got Vegas, Homestead, and, and Martinsville. Martinsville. Well, Martinsville will be. <laughs> yeah. I said almost tame. Almost but, uh, tame, yeah. I, it's, hey, it's, it's going to be a great ride. Yeah. I think NASCAR's done a great job of putting this playoff field, you know, the, 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 the sequence of tracks together to, to create a lot, of, a lot of suspense. Well, speaking of the NASCAR putting the sequence of events together, since the last time we chatted, the schedule was announced mm-hmm. for, uh, for next year. Um, the way our timing was, the schedule was announced right after we recorded the yes. show. So it's old news. It's old news. But uh, Chicago Street Race, North Wilkesboro, uh, pretty pretty neat things on the horizon, and it looks like the playoff schedule. I think is very similar to what we have this year. Yeah, and I think I think uh, I'm going to defend a little bit because there's there's such a. I hate that we're not going to Road Road, Road America. I do too. But we didn't need to add another street course to the to the body of work. Right. We, we've already got plenty. Plenty of road courses. Yeah. You you couldn't you couldn't take an oval out and put another street course in amongst the road courses we had. So they had to kind of steal one from the road course environment. Good to see the Xfinity series still goes back up there. Yeah, that's that's that that's the way I did it for years, and uh, uh, that'll be a cool event and and venue to see what happens going back to the Coliseum. Yeah, man, that was gosh, what I, an event that, that was. That was a great. I mean, I thought it was going to be a disaster. It was it was absolutely oh, man, exceptional. Everyone a year in experience, a yeah. year of, of, of experience. Yeah. That thing is going to be chaos. I, I it'll be it'll be fun. And and I was at the the late model stock race up at North Wilkesboro. Wednesday night show that uh, that Dale Jr. was part of, and um, it's just it just brought me back. I as a as a kid in college at Clemson, I I bought tickets twice. Uh, I got to go to one; the other one got rained out. But uh, it, it's it just brought me back to being a, a college student and my dad sitting in the grandstand, same seats, same folding chair seats, same folding chairs. That's right, there. exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, really cool. Uh, be great to see what what Marcus and all the SMI guys do at, at, at kind of rejuvenating that 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 venue keeping some old school to it yeah. it's got to keep its identity that, but uh, getting balance. it back for what that that all-star race is going to be great to bring an all-star race to a short track i think yeah. that's going to be a phenomenal event i think so as well so good stuff that's for sure with next year and good stuff with the round of 12 this year uh or this weekend starting at texas our friends at prn will have the coverage down there as well finally before we get out of here motor racing now we're going to be busy on saturday we're going to be at Martinsville Speedway. It's the Valley Star 300 NASCAR late model stock race. At 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we're going to cover the three 25-lap heat races that will set the field. And then at 6.30, we go on the air for the main event for the Valley Star 300. Um, 82 entries is what I've heard as of this. Um, I have a real passion for late model stock racing. I get a chance to do pay-per-view for some cars tour races. I get to see some weekly racing, whether it's at Hickory or Wake County or South Boston when I get up there. Uh, I love what late model stock racing has become, especially here in the mid-Atlantic region. And this is the Daytona 500. Yes. This is the one. Uh, this is the one. So uh, Motor Racing Network going to be up there. Uh, Alex Hayden and Dave Moody, Tim Catalfamo, and myself going to be up there. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be a blast. There's a Ridgeway uh, grandfather clock. There's a Ridgeway waiting, grandfather waiting clock. For waiting for one guy that somebody. can win that thing. Yes, there is. And there's some Martinsville hot dogs for the guys that's going to be on pit road. That's for sure. So we got, uh, everyone gets what they everybody want. Everybody gets what thing. they want out of this Everybody thing. wins. I don't think sure. everybody does. 81 no, of them won't. No, 81 of them are going to leave there thinking, no, we got to come back and do it again next year, yep. uh, which is the beauty of that race. Uh, it is a, if you are able to get to Martinsville on Saturday night, go. And my understanding is I'm not one of these weather people that watches a week out. 
but I've had a couple of people already tell me the weather is going to be spectacular. So if you're in the Mid-Atlantic area, get to Martinsville. If you can't get there, Motor Racing Network has you covered with it, with uh, flag-to-flag coverage. So it's going to be a fun weekend, that's for sure. So, yeah. And you're going to a professional a big-time golf tournament, right? Yeah. Charlotte's all twisted up about this President's Cup. So President's you're Cup here at Quail Hollow. So uh, I'm going to go down there Friday and then take in a little bit of that. It's, it's part of this whole retired. Yeah. I don't know. Not retired, but. Yeah. Cut back Find schedule. that balance schedule. Yes. Find that balance schedule. Great, great stuff for sure. He is Todd Gordon. I am Steve Post. This is Crew Call presented by Flow Racing, the ultimate digital home track. You can find out more at www.flowracing.com slash go MRN. Thank you to Chad Knaus for joining us over at Hendrick Motorsports. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here this week on Crew Call. Thank mm-hmm. you.